Shachtan, an Indo Askelige. Time in Mon Irok the Yen of Chacht Erachor, Agasuligum, a Makan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nach Vetok, Ara, Igornamion, and Kestian Echo. Vien Talam again Omgrev, Orkar Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. Yeah, having my head shoved into the uh, steps of the Ulster Bank in Ranla, called but of a gun put into the back of your skull, that's a moment where you go, okay, yeah, I think this one's up. How does a high-flying academic become one of Ireland's most prolific bank robbers? What I would see is the most important part of this still lies open. I'm Not Here to Hurt You, a brand new series from the award-winning team behind the Indo Daily. That November day, that's where it all, all begins. Out now, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it's Adrian Weckler here, tech editor of the Irish and Sunday Independent. You're welcome to The Big Tech Show. And I'm sitting here with Sean Bulger, one of the most experienced tech and telecoms entrepreneurs in Ireland. And he is back, baby, with uh, a new wireless, national wireless network based on 5G spectrum. And he wants to build out to 1.6 million homes. And the big question, Sean, is, is this going to happen? Absolutely. Um, I mean, we've been working on this project, as you know, for a long time. Um, we've already started to build a network. This isn't the promise. We've already got 50 areas covered for the last two years, testing, trialing, working with international vendors. And uh, we're, by June, we'll have 155 sites. So when you think about it, the commitment we're giving them right now is initial 325 sites we'll have 155 built by june so people can judge it for what it is and just when you talk about a site do you mean you mean it this is a, a fixed wireless site with what is it a 13 kilometer radius is that roughly right well, it depends on how you build out the network initially yeah. the the great thing about the technology is that unlike fiber where you've got to bring fiber down streets into homes and that takes an awful long time we can basically, with the base station, with the latest technology, deliver that very high capacity, high speed broadband mm-hmm. over long distance, mm-hmm. which basically makes it very economic. And then you reduce the size of the sites as you build out and densify the network. So we're going to build out 325. It isn't an exact number. It's likely to be a lot more. Um, but that's what we, you know, we wanted to give something definite today so people could measure it and see exactly what we're doing. Um, so it's 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 live it's active uh, we're already signing up customers as we said today Bantry's live um, we'll have the 155 sites across 26 counties now how will this compete with fiber because what we're told about fiber is that you get speeds of you know 500 megs a uh, thousand megabits per second we're also told that there's no cap for example on your your fiber use um, and you'll always get a guaranteed speed how does wireless uh, broadband of the type that you're talking about compared with that. I mean, it, 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 there's no guaranteed speed, right? Or is that right? 
No? What you said is no guarantee. Yeah, well, at the moment, it's up to 70 megabits per second, right? Is that right? No. No, that's, that's the current. The, the network we've been trying. Yeah. Uh, that, that was on the basic LTE network. Yeah. That was uh, up to 70 meg. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. what you're talking about now is 150. What well, you're talking it? about is actually up to, up to 300 meg okay. right now, yeah. uh, today. Now, what you will get, it'll depend on where you are on the network. So we basically said 150 meg has been a, a fairly good indication of the average that you'll get. Okay. And the reason for that is, if you ask, I mean, you say about gigabits by broadband, what's important for today is to understand that up till now, you had, uh, there wasn't a, a clear way of where wireless technology was going to go to, but 5G has clearly defined now that we're looking at gigabit, 10 gigabit speeds to support 5G. So that's where we're going. Now for the normal user, Right now, today, with this fiber, but what do people actually get? What do they actually even... For fiber see? to the home, for yeah, example. It's, so the, the, the fiber, fiber is a huge is problem in this country because it's been marketed really badly. The Air, the biggest, the incumbent, has for many years marketed this product called e-fiber. And we've written about this loads of times. It's not actually fiber. It's fiber to the cabinet. You get your old telephone, your old copper telephone line, and that's your service. And that's why they can't guarantee uh, mm. a speed on it. Fibre to the home, which they're rolling out, which the National Broadband Plan uh, promises and which CSIRO is rolling out, you can get pretty guaranteed speeds on that. And that's and that's the latency on that and everything is absolutely fantastic. Absolutely, so, Dee. I yeah. mean, fibre is a fantastic technology and fibre has come from backhaul networks. Mm -hmm. That is where we have fibre across our network. Mm -hmm. Every high-speed broadband network uses fibre. There's a misconception that people have that fibre is something separate and something different. Mm -hmm. Every telecoms network, and especially every high-speed broadband network, has fiber in the backhaul network. The question is then, at what point do you then have to bring fiber? So basically on a copper network, the, what you've talked about, the fiber mm -hmm. um, to the cabinet is what it's called. They bring fiber to the cabinet, then they use copper. Yep. And the reason that experience can change and differ is because it, just, it depends on the distance from the, um, the cabinet. So if you're more than 500 meters away, then the service that you will get will be less. And in Ireland, that's a big issue because the copper infrastructure in Ireland is very old. It's been there for a long time. So that doesn't give you the same kind of guarantee of service. Okay. So you're looking at 60 euro per month? Yeah, so what this? we do, we have fiber coming to our mast and then we use the high-speed wireless to then connect you to the mast. And how we guarantee that the service is high quality is this isn't mobile. So this is another misconception of, and it's, it's understandable. You've had 2G, 3G, 4G, and mobile. And 4G was the first time that you introduced a purpose-built data network using IP. 5G is massive data. So it's, it's completely different. That's the first thing. The second thing, it's not mobile. So mobile networks have the job of connecting hundreds and thousands of devices on the move, small antennas, small phones. You might get a good signal in your bathroom. You might get a good signal in the garden. It all depends on where you are. And, and you know, as you move around, the signal goes up and down. This is completely different. So we, your model's fixed wireless. It, it traditionally, yeah, I remember I, I used to have an imagine, yeah. and it, it, I had a, a little ma an antenna on the roof and sure. it connected to a mast, yeah. you know, two kilometers away. That's, it's still it's, it's roughly that model, the same. It? It's absolutely the same model. It's basically about connecting the premises, the last mile, as we call it, whether it's over copper mm -hmm. or it's cable, for example. Like cable networks are fiber-based. They just use a coaxial cable. Right fiber to the home it brings the fiber all the way into the home and, and and that's 
really where the problem is. And, you know, one of the things people need to think about right now is what you actually use as a user is nowhere near you can possibly use a gig. And, and the telecoms companies are, you know, they have a bit of responsibility because this is, it's like an arms race of how fast and how big. But we might whatever, use a you know. gig in a few years time. We, we, oh, nobody absolutely. uses a gig right yeah. now the same way as 10 years ago, nobody used say 50 megabits per second. But now in, in, in a normal home, if you've got a 50 meg line coming in, which by the way, chops off to 25 or 30, the minute you, you stick it through router and Wi-Fi, You've got a family and they're all streaming stuff. Well, like, Not to mention if somebody's doing something like playing a PlayStation 4 and wants, you know, uh, uh, wants a, a, um, a game download. And that can be one or two gigabyte, yeah. gigabytes. Game download is absolutely different. So game download is very large now. And, and that's what it's a big usage. But that's now and again, it's occasional. Yeah. That doesn't really affect the service. In fact, what really affects your service is um, Wi-Fi. Right. And, and Wi-Fi in the home is the biggest problem for every operator yeah. because there's lots of interference and, and people don't distinguish between the service provider who gets the broadband into your house when it's fiber to the home. Okay, if you get fiber to the home, you get our 5G wireless mm -hmm. into the home, our 5G fixed broadband, or copper, if you've got really bad Wi-Fi, your service is going to be bad. For any home in a, like a rural area in particular, uh, I can see why if your service becomes available and they have crap you know, a telephone line broadband, I can see in an instant why mm. they will, will go for your service. People just want to have some sort of decent, decent broadband. But it seems that the rest of the world is moving towards fixed fiber to the home at the moment. A lot of, now, you, you, you had a line, you, you, you don't agree with that. that you? It's not that I don't agree with it, yeah. That's, it's just factually incorrect. For the last 10 years, the technology capable of delivering very high speed, high quality broadband was fiber to the home mm -hmm. and that was upgraded because it, it, it was an existing technology in the network fiber so all you were doing was extending that fiber out to other in, into homes mm -hmm. so as an incumbent telecoms company using the exact same ducts poles all of that that's why fiber to home yeah. was the solution what we've announced today and what's this isn't imagined what imagine is doing but what we've announced today is the major shift now in the industry is that 5G, 4G LTE and 5G has created a real alternative to fiber because the capacity now is actually way beyond what they've been t selling fiber to the home as. Now, that's completely different to what you actually use. But if, if, if you look at recent announcements there with Air, for example, um, I mean, they say they first it's fiber to the cabinet yeah. that's good enough service. Yeah. But now then they were upgrading their fiber to the home. Yeah. And that was one gig. and. Mm -hmm. Everybody was told, well, that's the future. Um, mm. Now they've just announced they're going to fiber to the home 10 gig. Yeah. Um, For 1.7 million homes, um, by the way, in Ireland. Yeah. Like most of the most of the, the homes and, in Ireland. And the reality is, okay, so yes, we're going to have a massive increase in usage. Mm. But let's just stop and think about that. Mm. Look at the massive increase in data usage. In, in, in home broadband, it's about 20% per annum. Okay. Okay. On mobiles and Probably devices, more, yeah, it's yeah. 60%. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if you look at 5G, Smartphones are bigger and we're watching TV now and smartphones. We're just doing so much more. Yeah. And the quality of what you can receive and download, the improvement of that service mm. means you will use it more. You mentioned Air, like Air, they say they're going to invest a few couple hundred million in, in this. This mm. is fiber. Now they do have the ducks and already, so they've got yeah. a lot of the infrastructure there. Syro, which is ESB and Vodafone, they're 
investing quite a bit in yeah. fiber to the home. Sure. There's a couple of big other other big operators I can think of top Absolutely. of my head which are investing in fiber as well. So it's not necessarily the Everyone case really would. that 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 you know people are sort of turning away from fiber to wireless, right? No, if you look at it in the last five, ten years, that is where the major investment is going. Now look at what the recent announcements with five G available now you're now looking at basically major telecoms companies so google fiber is a very good example in the states so you get google fiber in the states they went in and spent a fortune on rolling out fiber in cities in in the states yeah and um, um, what are they doing now they've now i think they've switched to, switched to, to a wireless in at least one of their cities although um, would google really be a utility broadband company in the same way as well, that's exactly the point fiber comcast See, that's exactly the point yeah that is exactly the point it's the people who already have the infrastructure already in mm, place mm. that can you can say well we'll, we'll roll our fire at home for new entrants coming into the market it's they look at it and they say well they don't have the same embedded infrastructure and they don't have the the legacy infrastructure mm. so we can make better choices. You don't have to stick with what's already there. But but just add to that, you're not just talking Google. So if you want to talk major operators, mm. you're talking about SoftBank. Mm. You're talking about Sprint. In the US alone, mm -hmm. let's name the big, big companies. Mm -hmm. AT&T. Mm -hmm. You don't get bigger. T-Mobile. Sprint. They're mainly mobile Horizon. companies though, aren't they? Ah. What they were, but now what are they doing? Their major model for, for all of those companies right now is to directly compete for fixed broadband yeah. using exactly what we're doing. Yeah. So this is a major shift in that industry. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, and the difference is and why people here may not have heard about it because to do this, you need 5G spectrum. Hmm. And 5G spectrum has been released all over the world. So even in the US, they're still hmm. waiting for it. We're very lucky in Ireland because with the uh, early release of that spectrum two years ago, where where we've got the capacity and the capability to do that. And you bought a chunk of it. Imagine bought a chunk of it, three point five. The three point five yeah. or three point six, depending on how you refer to it. Well, yeah. What that is is basically a, a an extremely good high capacity frequency, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is basically now the pioneer spectrum for five G. If I'm living somewhere outside. Uh, a city because this service you say won't go into the heart of cities and if i that's have a, that's our choice yeah like in, in if you go to tokyo mm -hmm. i mean for the last four years tokyo in tokyo softbank who are massive uh, mm -hmm. telecoms that they own sprint they've got a service that's 260 meg broadband based on wireless in, mm -hmm. in cities so mm -hmm. You know, it's a, it, it's for for different business models in different locations if i have if i'm living in a home and i have the possibility if, if somebody like air or syro has wired my house for fiber to the home why would i choose and imagine fixed wireless service instead but why would you want to you already Better have speed, a high mi speed minimum, broadband minimum uh, speed uh, I'm, guarantee I mean, look at no? it's this is a utility okay people yeah. exaggerate this this is utility okay this is like water okay mm -hmm. so i have a house in leitrim i've had it for 22 years i bought the house we had it well so we had our own well and uh, you know you couldn't have a shower you know if somebody turned on a tap you'd scald yourself mm -hmm. you couldn't do things so it was a problem not having enough water is a big problem yeah so then we get a water scheme mm -hmm. and a water scheme turns up and all of a sudden you can have a hey you can have a shower and you can have a dishwasher and mm -hmm. you can have a washing machine and everything's fine but there comes now, a point with your shower and your washing machine where it can only use so much water whereas the devices we no, know no. that we're getting every yeah, every every year use more and more data well 
if that happens, great. Yeah. But if you've got fiber, if you've already got, I've got water. If somebody knocks on my door and says, would you like more water? Mm -hmm. um, I just say, what are you talking about? I mean, you'd laugh at them. So the need... Ah, but they're, they're not quite the same though, are they? You no, know, it's a very, very good analogy because right now today, what you actually use is a fraction of what is actually provided. So the I, average, If you have a high speed, yeah, if no, you've got, no, if you've no, got actually, fiber. That's not the case. No, no. Actually, if you look at the uh, recent report from... Um, uh, Ofcom. Yeah. So Ofcom have done an analysis of all high-speed broadband, so all data service broadband services, right, including fiber to the home, mm -hmm. including DSL, etc. The reality is that over 30 meg, right, people do not consume anymore. So if you've got two, 30 meg, into a meg, household, absolutely, that's the fact. No. I, I, I mean, I mean that that might be the 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 majority. In the same way exactly. that the mobile operators will always tell you, the average no, no, person no. only uses four gigabytes I'm, per month or something. I, that's not me. This is yeah. this is my number. This is this is Ofcom yeah, yeah. looking at the network and saying, yeah. okay, what do people do? And and but why are you so shocked? Because let's be honest. Let's 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 look at this. Okay. If I'm shocked I, at the point. I'm not shocked, but I'm surprised at the point. I think you're trying to make, which is that if the average or if most people don't use more than 30 megs, then why would you want more than 30 megs? It's not a question of just 30 megs, okay? Because we are looking at putting an infrastructure that will demand you know, a lot more usage. Mm. We've got uh, ultra HDTV, all of these things that you will want in the future. But today, I mean, 150 megs, 90% of people are fiber to home. What do they actually have? Now, everybody thinks fiber to the home is a gig. Well, in reality, Around the world, yeah. 90, 95%, it's 150. Yeah, that would make sense. Now, uh, yeah. Okay, now why does that make sense? Because, because most people, and for the technology we currently have in 2019, yeah. in 2018, 2019, it's limited to, at best, 4K video stream for most people. Yeah. Maybe two how or three much, in the how house. How much data okay? do you need for that? You wouldn't need more than 150 gig right now for that. Now, okay? You need go ahead five years time. A lot less than let's that. say we let's yeah. say and i don't necessarily think they will become a thing but let's say 8k televisions become a thing let's say some yeah. of the broadcasters oh, take on even 4k uh, yes. broadcasting yeah. standards all of a sudden it's not just a twofold it's like three or fourfold uh, now i need four or five hundred megs into exactly, the house exactly and that's exactly what we're exactly what we're talking about we're saying the same thing yeah okay we're not arguing about today mm. okay so w the challenge is always to be ahead so you should be able to provide a service that exceeds the needs of, of your customer, okay? Mm -hmm. And that way, you're not, you know, why do they move? So what we're talking about now is massive capacity data networks, like Fibertum, now 5G fixed broadband. Mm -hmm. Our boats, 5G will go, you know, we, 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 we sit here for the next 10 minutes and we'll get to the point where we go, a gig's not enough. Yeah. And I'll say to Eventually you, Eventually okay, it won't be. Eventually. Okay. <laughs> and, and I'm going to say to you, well, that's fine. Well, the, the actual standard for 5G yeah. is 20 gigs. Now, people are now are talking like Ofcom, we're talking about 50 gigs. So, yeah. Now, where well, you know, when the self-driving cars come <laughs> in, you know that we're going to need, we're going to need we their huge yeah. and very low latency yeah. as well. So what's it about now? Now is about giving a really good, high quality service that people can do what they want, when they want, whenever they want to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's about. Now, the average customer basically doesn't consume as much. And that's fine. That's great. But they will. And, and what we're doing is investing in infrastructure that is future proofed. Right. which basically means that we're not going to build a network. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to roll out fiber just for the peop what people want today mm -hmm. because it's increasing massively. Mm -hmm. So we're all building infrastructure. 
which will meet the future demands. Lastly, I just want to ask you, we were talking a little bit before this podcast about it. So of the build out that you are planning, 400,000 of those premises would be in the national broadband plans uh, intervention area of 540,000 premises. Now, on the face of it, to a layman, to an idiot like me, um, it would appear that there are rules against state aid intervention and that if you build 400,000 homes in these areas, that the government may not be allowed to under those state aid rules. My question to you is, hmm. would, you, um, would you pursue that and, and enforce that? The question is, is we haven't. We haven't seen any reason to do that. Right. So we're quite entitled right now today yeah. to go to the government and say, here's our plan. Okay, yes. And, and what other companies have done is said, here's our plan, yeah. and we're going to do this, and therefore you can't do it. Yeah. Um, we have seen no reason for to do that. Okay. Absolutely no reason to do it. Okay? Does, does that mean that you will be happy? You, you, you don't mind if the, if the state subsidized scheme builds... 540,000 fibre to the home connections well, the right is, into the, the homes the you're trying to market to. do it or not. The question is whether we do it or not. The objective of the National Broadband Plan was to ensure that everybody got high-speed broadband. Yeah. We, that is going to happen in two ways. Commercial investments and where commercial operators don't do it. The important thing is that that's driving investment. Mm -hmm. And it has driven investment mm -hmm. and it's getting people to, to deliver high-speed broadband. The reality is today that the current, oh, with the problems with the National Broadband Plan, even when it's sorted out, mm. the problem isn't the delay with the National Broadband, the problem is what happens next. If they deliver fibre to the home, it's going to take, I, I know Carlan mentioned five, seven years, and I would agree with that. Yeah, Carolyn Lennon, Air yeah, Chief Executive, exactly. she said it would take five, seven years to build would, out the yeah, National Broadband yeah, Plan. It would, and, and therefore, okay, so I can come along now and say, let's look at this a different way. Mm. I'm gonna build out a network Okay, and I'll tell the 540,000 people who are waiting, I can't give them a service. Right. Now, how would that work? So, so, so yeah, I, I won't provide a service. Is, is that what people want me to do? Oh, sorry, I see what you're saying. You're saying yeah. that just because the government says yeah. they're doing this, should you draw back? Uh, the government doesn't want to do it. What the government wants to do is to deliver yeah. to high-speed broadband. Well, then if you and, if you and, build and, out and, that and to those 400,000 premises, then logically, I think what you're trying to suggest is that the government should be happy with that. I think the government are happy with it. I, okay. think, I think everybody's happy with it. The question is then, how do you then marry that with, this, with the National Broadband Plan. And we've been very open about that. We've said, look, we will go ahead. We're not, don't see any reason to interfere with, delay yeah. the process. It's been delayed far too long. It's a vital infrastructure for the country. And it, you know, we're happy for this. So if they go and help build it, you won't take any action against that? Look, we're going to de deliver this. We're going to connect these homes. If people are happy with that, and, and we've already done it, then do people want the taxpayer would want to pay for somebody else to do it. Yeah, but if the do government does to, it, will you take action to stop it? Look, at that's, I, I, I just don't see that situation arising. Okay. I said, we're there it to might. deliver. It might. Well, you know, in two, three, five years' time, we certainly have done nothing. I, I, other people have said, we're going to stop this. So you think that in, in that time frame, a good portion of your build-out will have happened, and then I at that point, other... No, I think what's happened right now is that there's been a, a huge delay, and we all know about that. We know what or the various discussions going on in, in relation to that. Things have changed, and things move on. The choices and the, the technologies that were available when the broadband plan was decided, 
didn't exist. The technologies now didn't exist back then. So there's different options and different choices. So what you would hope is that everybody's looking to work together to get high-speed broadband to everybody as quickly as possible. What we can do is what we can do. We're making a 300 million investment in rural Ireland. We're going to do what other people haven't done. We're doing it now, and that's what this is about. So, you know, we're, 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 that's what we're getting on. We'll do what we need to do. Sean Bulger, thanks very much for talking to me. That 300 million, by the way, that's 120 million from Brookfield, I believe, from your investors, is that right? And then where's the other, where's the other money coming from? It's a funding, a total funding for the project, yeah. So, but is is it not 120 million from them and 180 million from somewhere else? No, it's 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 a mix. Yeah. It's a mix. Okay, yeah. okay, and the rest of it is that. Where is that coming from? Is It'll it be own? coming from a, a number of sources, including ourselves. Including yourself. In other words, where I'm okay. not here to talk about. It. Okay, the very last question: Dublin five in a row? Yes or no? <laughs> I hope not. You hope not. I uh, play GA all my life. I think um, the problem right now is it's uh, Dublin. Love it, love them. They're great, um, but it's it's that you know it's it's having an impact on the game. On oh, I see. Basis. It's a long term health so of the game. So I've gone. Okay. I've gone for the last three years, and uh, I do find myself sitting there going, you know, I like to see change. I like to see somebody else getting that chance, and okay. uh, I'd like to see somebody else Mayo. coming to this. Um, you know, somebody said to me, you know, guy, from, not Gary, not somebody Gary. who wins the lotto for Mayo, he'd have a heart attack coming to Dublin. Well, that's they they never point. get there. Sean Bulger, thank you very much for talking to me today, Chief Executive of Imagine. And that's all we have time for this week, folks. From me, Adrian Weckler, the tech editor of the Irish and Sunday Independent. Thanks so much for listening. Bye bye.